0: Technology is here to stay, moms. We can't ignore it or pretend it doesn't exist for our kids. We need to know what our kids are watching, what they're playing, what social media they're on, and how to actively be on guard with technology from a Christian perspective based on parenting from the truth of God's word. So lean in today for this part two of our technology series. the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. Wherever you find yourself today, multitasking or just trying to catch a quiet moment alone, I'm so glad you're here as we learn together how to live out our faith and point our kids to Jesus. Please don't forget to hit the add or subscribe button today so you will always be notified about new upcoming episodes. Faithful 31 Moms is a part of the Love Worth Finding podcast network and I'm your host Mallory Allen. Hey, friends, today is part two of our technology series. So if you haven't listened to part one yet, I really want to encourage you to hit pause on this episode and go back and listen to part one first. I think it will really help set the pace for how you can start conversations with your family about technology, and that really needs to be done before this episode. So that way we can build off of the things that we're going to be talking about today because we are going to pick up where we left off in part one, where that was all about safety with devices and keeping the line of communication open with your kids about technology. And we're gonna dive into the topic of social media today. Something that we're all likely, at least somewhat familiar with, I would think, if we're not addicted to it ourselves, right? But it is really important for us to use wisdom that only God can give us as moms so that we can make the best decisions and remain knowledgeable um, about this topic of social media. And that way we're able to make the best decisions with the things that we're going to be hearing today, but also since it's ever changing as new things come up in the future, um, staying in God's word and really seeking that wisdom so that we can make the best decisions for ourselves and our kids, right? But do you ever feel pressured <laughs> Um for, I'm going to say that again, and I want to say this, don't ever feel pressured for your kids to join the crowd or be one of the first to get on social media or to get a cell phone. It is a decision that you need to make prayerfully and cautiously. And I know that you probably already realize that, but it's really easy for us to get wrapped up um, in that pressure from our kids or from their parents and from social media ourselves. So I just wanted to say that, but I'm going to be bold and just go ahead and say this. Your kids they're not missing out. They're not missing a thing from not being on social media or having a phone. In fact, you're the one that is paying for the phone or for the devices that they have. So feel free, mom listening, to take your time. There is no rush. In fact, after today's episode, I hope that you see the value in waiting, in making your child wait for these things, especially when it comes to social media. There's actually a lot of statistics out now, and not just from Christians and um, Christian articles. There are a lot of stats out reporting how kids are much more likely to develop early clinical depression. Um lower self-confidence and body image issues leading to eating disorders and just self-comparison, all that kind of stuff. I know you can think, well, that's probably pretty easy because I already deal with self-comparison as an adult. But through the lens of a child under the age of 16, 18, um, they're not going to know how to handle that. And also, this is, a, this is really sad, but the suicide rates are higher with um, kids under the age of 16 that are on social media, I found out. So that's really serious stuff. And it's not something that just the Christian world is noting and realizing. Uh, I read a non Christian report on the effects that social media is having on young people from a clinical psychologist. And He reported that 50% of teenagers claim to be sleep deprived because they're distracted with social media and they can't get it out of their heads. Um, They're also distracted with their schoolwork, they reported, and they are less likely to know how to to engage in real world social interactions, right? Because all of their social interaction is coming from the internet, from social media. So that's really sad. As well as, I already mentioned this, but they're having more issues with clinical depression and being obsessed and dependent on social media for their information and for their affirmation. So that's really scary. And this same psychologist also um, said that he definit- definitively said this, actually, that no child under the age of 13 should be on social media, period. This is not a Christian person. This is based off of um, pure research and numbers and stats, but can't argue with that. No child under the age of 13, 13 and under, should be on social media. And then he goes on to say in his professional opinion that social media should be delayed for as long as possible was a quote. And that for sure until at least the age of 16, in his opinion, that no child was able to really handle social media before 16 years old. So very interesting stuff. And obviously the choice is yours as parents, as moms. But after all that I've studied and learned, I would say we really need to be wise moms and seek the Lord on this, you know, letting our kids Have an iPad to watch a movie in the car for a long drive is one thing and significantly different and easier to manage, right? Than opening up the whole portal to social media and YouTube and the internet as a whole. And you're literally placing it in their hands if they have a smartphone. So they need to be old enough, but also something that these articles from psychologists and, you know, non-Christian things talk, don't talk about is they need to be grounded in their faith and in the knowledge of who Jesus says they are um, and mature enough to be able to handle something like having a smartphone and social media and all those things. And I mean, we all know that peer pressure is a real thing, right? For kids and teenagers But so is parent peer pressure, y'all. Yes, it is a real thing too. parent peer pressure. Uh, I kind of laughed when I wrote that out, but I'm serious. You know, we are all on social media, probably at least a little bit. I'm not on some of the things like TikTok or Snapchat or some of the things we're going to be talking about today, just because I don't think that it's a good idea for me. Um, But that's a personal choice. And so whatever you do have or don't have today, regardless, parent peer pressure is a real thing because we are, if we're not looking on social media at what other families and what other moms are doing um, with their kids or just like themselves, we are also still having real life conversations, you know, with these moms at church or on the playground or in carpool or wherever we go over dinner with a friend or whatever it might be. And we're not, we are looking to that as our parenting advice. in in some of these situations without being conscious of that, instead of looking to God's word for what we should be doing and having the wisdom and the the backbone, quite frankly, to just say no to our kids or to say wait to our kids. Right. And listen, you know, I have to say this. I was a kid and I was a teenager too once. Right. So were you. And I remember what it was like at that age to want so badly to fit in or even to blend in. Right. To feel like I had to have the clothes or the things or the social media or the iPhone or whatever it may be nowadays to help you do that, to help you feel that you are fitting in. And even if our kids know that they're loved by Jesus and they know that they're loved by us and we've raised them in church and we've done our best to lay a foundation there, um, They're still going to struggle with this. They're still going to struggle with wanting to fit in. It's just part of growing up. It's part of maturing. It's not anything that you've failed at or done wrong, mom, listening. It's just going to happen. But moms, we are grownups. We have been there. We remember. But we've also matured and grown in our faith. And we are more grounded people as adults now. We should know, you know, you don't have to be their best friend. We are their moms. And sometimes we have to be the bad guy. And that's fine. I even tell my oldest son, Jake, he's 10. He has a very limited amount of people that he's able to spend the night with, like a total of two. (laughs) But I know the families and that kind of thing. But I've even told him, if you're ever at... Your friend's house, and something happens that makes you uncomfortable, or somebody else comes over that brings something or says something that makes you feel uncomfortable, just blame it on me. You know, tell them that you need to call your mom because she said that you needed to come home and then, you know, ask to call me. I don't mind being the bad guy. And the same goes for when. Your kids are asked, why well, they can't have a phone yet. Or why won't your mom let you have Instagram or something like that? You know, when when the day comes, Jake's only in fourth grade, but I know it's not far away that I know there's a couple kids that already have phones and stuff in his class already, which, wow, I can't even get my head around that. But there will be more and more of that. I'm fully aware as we get into fifth and then we get into the middle school ages And I'm fine with Jake saying, well, my mom and dad won't let me, you know, I'm fine with saying no, and I'm fine with being the bad guy. And I think that as long as your child understands your heart and the reason why behind that, that's what's really important. And that's why in part one, where we talked about two weeks ago, in part one, where we talked about those conversations that you have with your kids and why they're important, is that's very like, it's a very big deal. You need to have those conversations. And so if you didn't listen already, be sure and check that out. That'll make a little bit more sense because our kids need to know the why. They need to understand why you're doing what you're doing, why you're making the decisions that you're making. And then they'll realize that We're just trying to protect their hearts. And we also don't care if we're their scapegoats sometimes on some of these harder issues because they are not to the age yet where they are not really self-conscious about, you know, those things about wanting to fit in like we were talking about. So just have that conversation with your upper elementary age child, your middle school child, if you're there. And, you know, Jake's friends and Their moms, um, they can think that I'm the most uncool person in the whole world. (laughs) And let's be honest, right? We're moms like... I drive a messy minivan and the most money that I really spend in a week on a regular basis is on groceries. So like, I'm not cool, you know, and I'm okay with that. Like that's perfectly fine. And you may be in that stage of like having babies still or little ones. And you know that you got spit up on your shirt and diapers, you know, on all of your floor. And you're really aware that like You are not cool anymore if you were before, you know. And so we're not 12 years old. We're not 10 years old. We're not five years old. We're not babies. We can handle this. We can handle being the bad guys and saying no to our kids. It is totally fine, right? We can do that. And then when we do that, I think that we can lay our heads down at night knowing that we're doing what the Lord told us to do. We're raising our kids to know God's word and we're protecting their little eyes from seeing things that they do not need to see, that they're not even mature enough yet to handle. And we're teaching them to recognize temptation, right? To see right from wrong, to know good from evil. So when something evil or toxic comes up, in the future, when they do have access to technology and social media and internet, and they're away at college and they're, you know, on their own, they're they're adults, they are gonna know to flee from temptation. They're gonna realize that, like Joseph in the Bible, when he runs away from Potiphar's wife, who tries to seduce him, that takes maturity. That takes recognizing. Temptation that takes making a choice. You can make the right or the wrong choice. That takes maturity in your faith, in your walk with the Lord to want to walk rightly. And we want to lay that foundation with our kids so they are ready when one day they're not going to be with us all the time, right? They're going to be driving at 16, they're going to be 18 going away to college or whatever it may be. You can try to protect them all you want. And it's important to do so while you can, but you also want to lay that foundation, have those conversations so that they understand how to do those things in the future. And with that said, some of these things that I'm going to share with you today are going to be hard things about social media. You know, coming from a youth ministry background with my husband, I know from experience, even before we had kids, that these things are very real. And they're getting worse, you know, by the day. And so whether you have little kids, like I said earlier, or you have upper elementary age kids, or you have middle school age kids, or you're pregnant and you're just preparing to be a parent, wherever you fall, wherever you fall, mom listening, it's good to prepare and stay up to date about social media because it's constantly changing for one thing. And The things that are popular today that I'm going to talk about, they're going to change like the the apps and the social media platforms will change. And so staying knowledgeable and wise is important. But I'm going to share about a couple of the top ones currently today in 2023. So TikTok is one that I'm not super knowledgeable about, but I have been researching. Uh, I've kind of stayed off of this one on purpose. But it is the most popular social media platform for young people right now. Um, and yeah, it's got funny videos on it, and it's got fun dance videos you can do on it and all those things that you probably see, I see them on Instagram and things like that. But it's it's getting out of hand uh, <laughs> for kids and adults, right? It's It's addictive. Uh, TikTok is all video-based, so it's really engaging, and that's not shocking to you. You probably already know that, but that's why it's so easy to get addicted to. But a few things about TikTok. You know, young people are literally getting their their worldview, their relationship advice, their decision-making skills off of TikTok, which is crazy to me, but Did you know that mental health and therapy videos are one of the top searched things on TikTok and relationship advice, like what to do about your boyfriend or your girlfriend. And uh, for somebody like me that wasn't very knowledgeable, and I just thought it was all like cooking videos and like dancing videos and stuff like that. I was like, oh, wow. Like I, that's, that scares me. (laughs) And when our kids, they stop coming to not just us as parents, but to just real life people in conversations in general, like friends, family, church leaders, doctor professionals, just in-person conversations are not happening as much anymore. Um, Instead, TikTok videos (laughs) Are the place that our kids are going to for advice and decisions, and that's that's scary, and that's another reason. If you just don't have it, they just don't have access to it, then they're not doing that, you know. So that's that's just one way to um, cut that out. But I also. Wanted to warn you about something on TikTok as well. Um, Instagram is similar in this way, but I learned this several years ago about Instagram. But on TikTok, there is a clear all button at the bottom of the search history so that you can delete everything that you've searched or you can just pick and choose. Like, oh, I don't want someone to see that I've looked that up or I don't want mom or dad to see that I looked that up. And the same goes for Instagram and this has been a thing with Instagram for a long time, but there are little X's beside every hashtag, every account, uh, whether it's a friend account that you follow or an account that you don't follow. Um, You can easily go through and look up any photos and videos that you want. Your child can do this if they have access to Instagram or TikTok. And then they can just click that little X or press that clear all button and you'll never know that they looked at it. It doesn't show up on internet search history protection apps or anything like that. There's nothing, absolutely nothing that you can do about it knowing what they looked at. So, you know, that is, that's pretty terrifying. And they can use this just to look at a girl's site that she's not wearing very much clothing. So for me with a son, like they can use that as a form of pornography um, or your girls could be looking at this and be thinking, I need to do this to get more following, um, to get more attention and just simple things like that. Um, Our kids are, they're curious, right? They're curious and If they can look up anything that they want or learn anything that they want on social media and we don't even see it because they're pressing that clear all button, you know, that that's something to think about. Like, are they really mature enough to handle this at this age? Um, For example, my sister shared this one with me and I looked into it and she's spot on with it, actually. But as moms, we know that breastfeeding is not a bad thing, right? It's... It's a beautiful thing. It's a special thing, right? That we've may have experienced. Not everybody I didn't with my first, but it's also a private thing, okay? (laughs) It's not something that needs to be all over Instagram or TikTok, um, sharing videos about breastfeeding or your home birth while you're sitting in a sports bra and shorts. You know, (laughs) I, I don't really feel like you listening is the person that I have to tell this to like that. You shouldn't be posting that. I'm more telling you because this is something that a curious preteen aged boy um, might easily stumble upon and being curious. He might want to see it again. And then again, and this is something that he has no business seeing um at this point in his life quite frankly and it's an easy way to see body parts that he has no business looking at too and it's it's an extremely common problem actually with young boys being exposed to pregnancy and breastfeeding and becoming obsessed with certain body parts that we have ladies and it's not okay but then he can click that x out button and you never know. And, um, you know, it's just the maturity is not there and too much freedom with social media can lead to these unhealthy obsessions and habits and things. And the same goes for our girls. You know, I said this a little bit earlier, but they're obsessing with body image. Um, They're seeing what is getting attention from boys. It's feeding into eating disorders and all kinds of things. Even I I read something about how uh, social media is telling teenage girls and young, young women that pregnancy is all cute, round tummies and no stretch marks and perfect pictures and all this stuff. And y'all, that's ridiculous. You know, (laughs) like anyone that's ever experienced it knows that that is not true or how it goes. And so those are just a couple of examples. Uh, there's there's many more. And in addition to that, you know, there's just a lot of pressure put on our kids that they're seeing what other people are doing, what's getting them following, and they want to do the same themselves because they're literally like getting their affirmation from their followers. But let's just be sure to remember and to remind our kids that, and ourselves, I guess, too, really, but followers are not friends, okay? I'll say that again. Followers are not friends. But we should be mature and wise enough as, as adults, as moms, to realize this, whereas our kids are not going to really be able to separate the two. And um, this is another reason why that whole 16 and under thing, you know, not a good idea. For social media, I would even maybe say eighteen, but I realize that may be unrealistic. I'm not sure. Now, I would also um, talk about Facebook today, uh, which a lot of you are probably on. I am too, still as well. But I'm I'm not going to bother with it because every young person <laughs> under the age of 21 just says that everybody on Facebook is old and that our grandmas are on Facebook, which they're not wrong about. So. No need to cover that one. Uh, let's move on to something like Snapchat. So, did you know that Snapchat was actually created by college students whose overall purpose was to be able to share nude pictures with each other uh, with the safety of knowing that they cannot be saved or shared with other people because they, you know, supposedly go away or whatever? But I mean, hello, screenshots, you know, that's a real thing, easy to do. Um, And it's happening every day through Snapchat and through text messaging. There's a lot of hurt and embarrassment coming to young girls because they're convinced that if they do that, if they send a new picture or a picture where they're not wearing enough clothes, that they're going to get affirmation and love from that. And that nobody else is going to see it except for, you know, whoever they're sending it to. And that's just not true. It's bottom line. It's not true. We need to have honest conversations, especially with our girls about this and that they should be finding their worth and their value in Jesus Christ because they are beautiful. And we don't want anyone to see things that they shouldn't be seeing because that is not going to come back good in any situation. Okay, I don't. It goes back to, we know this as moms, but when you're in that stage, lacking the maturity and you're given the ability to do it, sometimes it, it it happens and a lack of conversations about it and wisdom about it, you know, that it's just really, really important. Just maybe just don't have it, you know, no Snapchat that way. There's no issue there. Um, and have a conversation about it with the whole texting thing. But I understand that all these social media apps, they're not all bad, right? They don't all have to be used in the ways that I've been sharing with you. You already know that. You likely use them yourself in some way. But they absolutely can be used in these ways. And with a, a, a child under the age of 16, lacking maturity, they they likely will be used in this way. If I'm just being completely blunt with you about it. And so, you know, those were some of the facts. I know they're not really easy to hear, but, you know, going back to what I said in part one, that's why the conversations are important. And also why never letting them keep their phones in their rooms at night in the dark is an absolute must because nothing good happens in the dark. <laughs> and um, you might say, well, my kids are too young. I'm listening just to prepare for the future or um, you know I'm never giving them a cell phone or something like that you know and and that's great. Whatever you decide is your decision, but they will be around people at church or at camp or at school if they go to school or a homeschool co-op or wherever they will be around technology at some point and so it's just really important to remember that. and to not be naive, You know, I recently heard a story from a school administrator that I know really well that shared with me a third grader had an iPhone, which is like, what crazy to me. But a third grader had an iPhone and this little boy saw a nude picture while he was accessing an app on his iPhone. And he proceeded to show this picture to his entire baseball team and then to every single boy in his class. At school. He went to a Christian private school too, by the way. And there was a little boy from his class that was one of the kids that saw the picture. And it broke him. It broke his little heart, his spirit. And he came to school and told this administrator friend of mine, um, seeking counsel, felt really guilty about it. And this was days later, after seeing the picture, and he actually broke down crying and told this administrator friend that I have at the school, I have an iPad at home in my room and there's not a day that's gone by since I've seen that picture that I haven't thought about going on my iPad and looking up more pictures. And when I heard that, I that broke my heart because I thought I have a boy that is that age and I just cannot not imagine what that would be like to have that temptation sitting in his room every single night or a friend showing him something like that. And then him struggling with that at this age, but it is real, it is happening. And, you know, obviously the friend that he had shouldn't have had the phone probably and wasn't mature enough to have the phone or these social media apps, but that wasn't his, this little boy's fault. That wasn't his mama's fault, you know, but The fact that he had an iPad in his room that could have had internet access at any point, you know, that is something that you can change. And so we got to talk to our kids about making these wise choices. And we need to eliminate the temptation that we can and not give them access to these things like the internet or social media when they just quite frankly cannot handle it. And I said earlier You know, you can say, no, you're the parent. You're not their best friend. And everything that we're doing, even the hard things that we have to say no to or the conversations that we have to have is to honor the Lord and the gift that he's given you in being a parent and to help them make those wise decisions and hopefully follow Jesus one day because of the foundation that you're laying with them. And so I'm going to wrap it up today with this. You know, even though we just have an iPad at home for now with our boys, or maybe you have several kids in several different age categories listening and some have devices and some don't, or maybe, you know, you don't have any yet and your kids are still too young for anything. You know, here is my best advice for um, any phone or device. It's not going to change with age. It's not going to change when new social media platforms come out. You know, first of all, you can always say no. (laughs) You can always say wait. And second of all, I already said this, nothing good happens in the dark. And so it's our job, moms, to raise our babies with faithful instruction and with technology. It's not a bad thing, but it is a big part of our lives and it's going to be a big part of your kids' lives, you know, whether we like it or not. So we need to make sure that they're grounded enough um, to be able to handle that when they're given access to it one day. And, you know, I hope this has been helpful. I know it's been a little bit heavy to talk about some of these things, but please check out the show notes today um, for the advice that, you know, We have on locking down your devices just to make things more practical that um, my husband helped me make. That's on YouTube and the links in the show notes. And then also be sure to check out the 100 verses to guard your family's heart. That's a free giveaway um, that I have on my website on faithful31moms.com. And it's just always good to be feeding yourself and your kids scripture, the truth of God's word. Um, in every situation so that we're going to be ready for these attacks that the world will bring um, when, when we have to make these decisions. You know, specifically, we were talking about it with technology today, but all those things, that video and that download will be in the show notes. I hope this has been helpful. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to share this episode with a friend and follow me on Instagram at faithful31moms. And if you've been blessed by this love refining ministry and you'd like to give today, there'll be a link for that in the show notes as well. And remember, keep up the good work of pointing your kids to Jesus.